Hey everyone, it's Kobe. Hey everybody, it's Kyle. Why do you sound like that, Kyle? Like what? I was trying to sound like you. Oh my gosh. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for N is for the inner circle. <laughs> N is not for anywhere at any time at all. It's for the inner circle. Shout so shout out, out to you guys. To the inner circle. Y'all are our writers, okay? For real, you guys are our writers. Um, you guys make it possible for us to do this uh, as regularly as we do. Um, sometimes yeah. I feel like it, people think that like putting out content and creating the stuff is like easy and cheap. And Without y'all, I the only reason we could afford lotion last week was because <laughs> of the inner circle. If you see me, not. I got a patch of ash on my left elbow, and that's because the you know. Times is tough, but the inner circle. Yeah, it really yeah, every contribution really matters. It really does, and so we are just so grateful for you guys. Um, if you want to join, if you want to support the cause, if you believe in the content we're making, join for just ten dollars a month, you and can, you can get oh. lots of extra goodies. Yeah, and you can also give ten thousand dollars a month. You can give whatever you if want. If the Lord moves you, or anyone. If the Lord, though, moves the, lo- you the Lord, too, for sure, to give abundantly, exceedingly and abundantly. So we are back with another episode. We're still talking about sex. We're still talking about addiction to porn. Um, and we just appreciate you guys sharing so many kind words to our vulnerability. Um, yeah, we wouldn't say that it was easy. But I think we no. felt a lot of peace about just being honest and open about our situation and about the situations that we've dealt with in the past and how it's affected us. Because, you know, I think I said this in one of my posts, but it's so easy to be someone who's like, follow Jesus. The gospel can heal anything. But then it just kind of feels like when people share about their love for the Lord, we never actually know why they need Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like this weird thing of like, there's so many Christians who are like, I need Jesus, (laughs) but none of us know why. (laughs) Jesus saved me from being like one of y'all. Right. Right. And, and we want to be open and honest and, and truly boast in our weakness when it comes to sharing why we need Jesus every single day. Um, we're excited to share with you guys a short little episode that we have. So we wanted to give you guys some more tangible takeaways because we know that we shared a lot about our personal life and our personal experiences. And so we wanted to give you guys a couple steps um, to share about how we got to where we are now. Again, we're not perfect. Uh, we're still in recovery, right? And so yeah, the word recovery... Yeah. Um, it took a long time to break the things that were broken. Yeah. Um, you know, I broke trust with Kobe. Um, I broke... <laughs> I created neurological pathways for myself and reinforced them for years and years and years and years and years. And, years. Mm. and so, you know, there, there's nothing that can take that long to break that can just be fixed yeah. um, overnight. So it's And it's beyond... Yeah, you're right. Beyond... Like what had the results of what's happened in our relationship? There are also things that were broken in you a long time ago that you're still in the process of healing. Yeah. You know, so I don't want the only focus to be like, oh man, like you'll really hurt your partner. 
Um, because the focus really is that you're really hurt. And that's why yeah. this is even a thing. Yeah. You know, um, so Kyle and I want to share three main things that we really um, feel like contributed to our journey of recovery. And we say recovery because it's ongoing. You know, like it's a perpetual state of having your guard up, perpetual watchfulness. Because yeah. um, if you're not <laughs> perpetually watchful, then it's easy to slide right back to step one. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we call it recovery. You know, it's it's a process. But for us, the first thing that we had to both be on the same page on, and these three things are things that can apply to you as an individual and then also apply to you um, in dating, courtship, marriage, any relationship. So if you are in a relationship, I would say these apply to both parties, whether you are experiencing the addiction or not. These are things that have to be present for both parties, for there to be an environment where, um, you know, the person struggling with their addiction can recover and then the person who is experiencing pain from their, from the other partner's addiction can experience freedom and healing too. So first yeah. is radical honesty. Like, painful, real <laughs> honesty. <laughs> like, the kind of honesty that's not cute, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was hard to hear the things that triggered Kyle, right? Um, Because it kind of felt like, don't make this about me. Don't make it about how, what, this situation that I may have said this turned into this. But I had to listen with an open heart because was this about me feeling like I was the reason or the cause or was this about my husband getting better? Right. And so I had to make space for his radical honesty, even if it made me uncomfortable because we had the same goal and that was him getting better. Yeah. And I had to be radically honest with her. I'd be radically honest with myself again, because we've talked about this a, a ton. Like so much ground has been given to culture that there are ways of thinking and interacting and addiction, like specifically sex addictions, addictions that are just normalized. So it's normal. So in, I used to say in my head, oh, well, why did I do that? Oh, well, because I was horny. Yeah. Like that, I guess that's kind of true. Yeah. Like, yes, that had to be in there somewhere for that to happen. Yeah. But that's not really why. You know, like that is a symptom. That's not the disease. And, and truth be told, I don't always eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. I don't go to sleep because I'm tired. Like, there's yeah. nothing else in my life that, like, I make all of these excuses for. I've yeah. never fallen asleep at work because I was tired. I've wanted to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. I've desired to fall asleep. Yeah. And then I made the decision not to because it was not appropriate for that time and place. Yeah. Right? Like, same thing with hunger. Same with all these other it's things. So it can't just be, oh, I felt this way, so I did it. Yeah. It's like, no, you're a human being. You're a grown man. Yeah. In fact... You're successful in life because of your ability to say no to the easy things. Yeah. So it cannot be here where all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I just felt this way and that's it. I had to be really honest with myself and and remove like, sorry, my voice cracked. Um, I had to be really honest with myself and remove all the excuses of like that the rest of the world would have given me. Oh, well, I just felt a certain way or maybe it had been a while in some way or I was just whatever. Like, no, there are 
are real reasons and they were tied to are tied yeah. to real pains. Yeah. And I know for me, radical honesty meant not guarding your feelings and discard, discarding my own. Right. So mm-hmm. what, what I would often fall into in a cycle was I would be like, well, I know stress is a trigger for him. So I don't want to tell him about this because it's going to stress him out. And then if something, you know, if he slips up and makes a mistake, then it's going to be my fault. And I should have never brought that up. Yeah. Right. And it, yeah. it almost like it was like this warped way that my brain was like trying to find any way <laughs> to have a semblance of control. It was like, yeah. you know, maybe I am the issue. Maybe I'm just stressing him out too much. Maybe I'm just, you know, this. Maybe I'm just that. And getting to getting to a point where I had to say to myself, he is a grown man. Like my feelings and my experiences hold just as much weight and deserve just as much space in our relationship and even if this is a trigger for him not saying i'm trying to like go out and trigger you Mm -hmm. but like even if this is a trigger for him he has to learn how to deal with like the reality of my feelings and my emotions because his healing is not healing if it's only present in the absence of my humanity yeah yeah and there's also a piece we've talked about this before in other settings about other things, but very often uh, what can happen is, again, if you're not honest about why you've even gotten to the place that you are, if you're not honest about investigating how you've ended up in the situation, then you can have a healing or a semblance of healing that isn't actually healing, Yeah. where your disease just moves spots. Yeah. So you... You recognize that this is wrong or that you've got an issue and you no longer have any sort of um, porn or masturbation issues. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, But that doesn't mean that your issue is solved. It just means that your your symptom has changed. Yeah. The way it manifests is different. And so I can remember when I was having some good movement away from um, my addiction, I started reading more. Oh, my gosh. I started... I know it sounds bizarre, you guys. I started just dissociating. Like, I just did not want to live in the world more. So I just did other things. I slept longer. I went to sleep earlier. I read books throughout the day. I would read at stoplights. Yeah. Because I just did not want to be in the real world because the real world was painful for me. And I didn't have a way to express that or even realize that that was going on. Yeah. So I thought I was freeing myself, but I really wasn't. My my chains had just changed colors, you know? Yeah. And they looked different. And in some ways, They're it is acceptable. true that it was, yeah, it was more acceptable. It Good did not hurt my wife as much or maybe in the same ways. Um, but the if the goal is about my healing, then that cannot be um, an acceptable response either. Yeah. And I had to be, I think that was, thank you for sharing that. Cause it brings up for me how I had to be radically honest about <laughs> the fact that once you did start reading more, once you did start sleeping more, once you did start eating more, all those things, like I didn't feel any better mm-hmm. <laughs> because I didn't feel like you were any closer to me. It still felt like there was this part of you that like belongs to someone, something else that just, I had no access to. Right. But there were people who could have said, and some who did say, you know, just be happy that he's not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's better than him <laughs> watching porn, you know, just don't 
like leave it alone and for me i'd be radically honest and being like i'm not that's not enough for me yeah like yeah. I, like i understand other people believing that's enough but it just it wasn't enough for me <laughs> so yeah. it was like yeah you're like we're going out on dates and you're reading a book <laughs> <laughs> on the date yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and uh so i think that radical honesty is something that is needed one for yourself mm-hmm. two in relationship and not just in romantic relationship with the people that you do life with and that goes to our second point which is accountability right like you need to have someone who holds you accountable like i think i saw this meme the other day that was like don't never tell one person everything and it's like uh, uh, <laughs> I like okay you're making just, the, uh, i i think that's stupid uh, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. But, like, it, it, I don't want to say it's stupid because I understand what, what kind of pain leads yes, people to get right, there. Right. So I don't want to, I don't want to, it's yeah. short sighted. It's short sighted and it leaves so much space for you to be unseen. Mm-hmm. It leaves so much space for you to fall through the cracks, you know? And so accountability is letting someone see you in every state. Like, letting someone... And I struggle with this, you know? Like, when it comes mm-hmm. to um, letting someone see me angry or upset or sad or whatever it is, right? Because of my own stuff. And so, as I say this, it's something I'm still working on and you have not mastered. Um, but letting someone see all of you. Yeah. And uh, I think that's important in individual relationship, like, with friends, with mentors, with you know, religious leaders that you trust, things of that sort. But I will say for what has worked for us is me not being your accountability when it comes to you watching porn. Yeah. Because it became a, it, it became like a, I became like a, like a cop. <laughs> yeah. It, you can turn someone who you love into like the, the scorekeeper. Yep. And especially in the in the path of repentance because yeah. we've talked about this before repenting is not i did wrong now i do right forever that's not really a thing repentance is a shift in direction it's yeah. it's turning towards something and uh god and turning away from other things in the process of turning you may very well stumble yeah and you need people that are one objective enough to where your stumble does not is not their world, you know, where their world is not hanging upon your yeah. stumble because it's 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 unfair to ask Kobe to deal with me in grace as as I have broken her heart and she's trying to heal and I'm moving in the direction of healing and stumble and now like she's got to she's got to one simultaneously be the voice of the Lord who says like hey you're more than this moment yeah and also be a human being who doesn't necessarily feel like i'm more than this moment yeah being a busy mom a full-time entrepreneur and a pregnant lady means sleep is precious that is why i love our partner and sponsor for this podcast mg12 did you know magnesium is considered to be one of the most critical minerals in the human body 
Lack of magnesium can cause accelerated skin aging, diabetes, anxiety, depression, kidney stones, muscle weakness, fatigue, insomnia, and so many more mental and physical problems. So what's the solution to our magnesium deficiencies? MG12. MG12 is a North Carolina-based family-owned business that has tons of magnesium products like magnesium oil, sports bombs, soaps, body bombs, and my favorite, the bath salts. This is what put me all the way to sleep, you guys. I soaked in it the other day, did my nightly routine, and I was out in literally minutes. I usually wake up feeling lots of cramps in my calves or wake up in the middle of the night with restless leg syndrome, which is common for lots of pregnant women. Ever since I started using MG12, I have not had either since. Our listeners can now get 10% off of any purchase from MG12 using this coupon code HEALINGCIRCLE. Again, that's 10% off of any magnesium product from MG12 using the code HEALINGCIRCLE. Now back to our episode. You know, like... Who's really hurt. Yeah. It, and th- and that that's why it's not really helpful to have... A whole bunch of people that only know some things yeah either because they don't understand the gravity 10 people who know 10 different things can't understand the gravity of the one thing you share with them yeah. and, and in fact many people do that to hide from true vulnerability and true accountability yeah 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 and for the person who is not struggling with the addiction it's important that you allow your partner to have a sense of accountability with someone who can empathize with what they're going through. Yeah. I could only ever really sympathize with the emotions that led him to engage in his addiction to pornography, but, like, I just could not, and to this day, in many ways, can't identify with it personally, right? So um, it was important for him to have someone who could be stern with him and him know that sternness was not representative of his identity. Like that sternness is from someone who's been there, someone who knows what that space is like physically and emotionally, someone who's been in those, you know, emotional rooms because that person has navigated those paths before and has accomplished and is walking on the path of recovery. Um, And so for me, Kyle has his accountability, and I trust those men that he's in, he has for accountability. I trust them. Yeah. So, Not all accountability partners are created equal. That's true. I am privileged and blessed to have friends who, when my wife and I are having a disagreement, I sometimes get annoyed at the thought of calling them because I don't necessarily feel like they're going to be on my side. Yeah. If anything, they're trifling, and they all <laughs> default to... Hey, you said you wanted to leave your uh, lead your li- your wife. Well, lead in humility, lead in saying sorry, lead in being the one to go and repent to her, even if you don't feel like you've done anything wrong. Lead in submission, mm. lead in you know, lead. In all- I'm like, bro, no, I want you to tell me that she's crazy and I'm right for being angry. Um, and very often they are not that place, right? But they're yep. still safe because they understand. Yeah. But they believe. They believe well of me to the point that they will not hold me to a lesser standard than they they believe I should be held to. Yeah. Right? They love me enough to hold me to a high standard. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And it's that love that allows them to be a safe place if I need rebuking in whatever way. And also that allows them to, to be tender with me if yeah. they recognize like, okay, well, one thing, Kyle doesn't need to hear he's trash. 
Yeah. That's the monologue in his head. I never need to say that to him. If yeah. anything, I need to help him remember that he's not trash, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And accountability is so important. I know accountability was important for me, for the women that I've been able to talk to whose husbands have also gone through this and can identify with what I'm going through. That accountability has meant a lot to me because in the moments where I'm like, bro, he's trash, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. they're the same people who are like, hey, let's take a moment and reframe. This is something that feels very painful to you, but let's look at how you're responding to it, you know, yeah. and not in a way where they're like, you should just let him do what he wants, girl, just have fun. <laughs> but like even being called out in my my work, being like, mm-hmm. Kobe, you you are throwing yourself into work like you are withdrawing from the relationship emotionally and throwing yourself into work because that's what feels safe. That's yeah, what feels yeah. predictable. And there's so much of your relationship that feels unpredictable. And faith and hope means maintaining intimacy even when it feels like it's safer to run. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like having that accountability for myself. Um, you know, if I truly want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus, if I want to follow him, I'm following him into death of my own self, death of my own will, with the belief that there is life on the other side. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that it got to a place emotionally where I kind of felt like, it almost felt like I had a right to whatever I wanted because, because you hurt me so bad, I deserve whatever I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, it didn't matter if I hurt your feelings because you hurt my feelings in such a bigger way, you know? And mm-hmm. it, it became this way, like you said, of, like, taking this tally of, like, okay, yeah, m- maybe I got three strikes, but you got 53, so what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it being a place where the enemy was sowing bitterness um, in my heart. And so accountability was super important for me i know that for sure yeah and you one i would say (laughs) make sure that if you have someone you're being accountable towards that they're also accountable to you in some way yeah um i'm not saying that you can't have an accountability partner who is just kind of there for you and it's a one you know it's just one direction but i've seen the most successful accountability relationships be ones where there is really a mutual accountability doesn't even have to be about the same thing yeah but it's hard it it can feel really um enslaving you you don't want to feel like you're going to the principal yeah to to talk about you know what's going on where they're the one who gets to pass judgment you want to really feel like you're going to a friend yeah but that's also it's hard right so i don't i don't want to under communicate how difficult it is you have to, this is not a great phrase, especially in light of current events, but it's the only one that I've heard that makes sense. You have to give people enough ammo to kill you with, to mm. shoot you with. Mm. You know, if you want to have an accountability partner, they have to know enough about you that they could betray you. It has to actually be a risk. Yeah. High it doesn't risk, really high work reward. Out, low risk, low reward. Yeah. So our last point is going to therapy. Surprise! Going to therapy, I mean, beyond having an unbiased party who really helps you see yourself, beyond having someone who understands the neurological and biological implications of what you're experiencing, beyond having somebody who 
can see how the most minute and unassuming of situations can slowly over time blossom into these large complicated issues that take over your life Mm -hmm. like beyond all of that it is a confidential space (laughs) you know like it offers all that which is awesome it's also a confidential space right and i think that sometimes people just with the popularization of therapy, a lot of people don't actually still, they still don't know what therapy is. And so they're like going to coaches or life coaches or this or that. And there's Mm -hmm. a space for that. But like that person does not understand like how, how addiction works. Yeah. The chemical reality. Yes. That is being faced. People like it. Oh, my soul is grieved when people are like, just let it go. You, you just got to let it go. You just got to press forward. And it's like, that's not, that's that's literally, that's like telling a person who is paralyzed, you just got to stand up. If you believe, just stand up. And yeah. it's like, no, there's much more complicated context. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best word. There's more complicated context. And for a lot of us, we think that because we see the problem in front of us, we have the ability to discern where it came from and where it started. Yeah. Most of us don't. I can say as a therapist who goes to therapy, I am often surprised by the small situations in my childhood that have led to the persistent and insidious patterns of my adulthood. Yeah. And yep. like... You are not a professional. You're not a mental, unless you are a mental health professional. You're not a mental health professional. You do not have the training or the capability to understand all of the whys. Yeah. You can understand the what. You can understand the how. But you do not have the capability of understanding the why. And a lot of people, I like, I've had this conversation recently with the Bible study group that had me speak. I was telling them there's a difference between resolving your trauma and coping with it. Mm-hmm. And many of us have settled for coping with our trauma because we don't even understand the mental health field. Yeah. It's like, I do this to cope with my trauma. No, okay, but it's still there. Do you know that your trauma can be neurologically resolved? Do you, like, do you, do you understand that you can be desensitized to the excruciating pain of your past trauma? If you don't know that, now you know. <laughs> if you know me, you know I absolutely love my essential oils. That's why we're so excited to be sponsored by Nature's Fusions. Nature's Fusions is a Christian family-owned essential oil and hemp extract company that is dedicated to giving people the tools they need to improve their lives and their natural health. The best part? They're affordable and I have a forever guarantee. That means that you can return their essential oils for any reason after any amount of time for a full refund. Use the coupon code COBAYCAMBELL to get 15% off your next purchase. The code never expires, so you can use it as many times as you want. Again, that coupon code is COBAYCAMBELL to get 15% off your next Nature's Fusions purchase. Visit the link in our show notes to grab your goodies. Now, back to the show. Now, you, like, it, like, it's possible. It's not just emotionally impossible, not just the Yan Love and Zant slap a table and say, forgive your mama, possible. Mm-hmm. It is biologically possible. And it just makes me so sad because I feel like so many people are going to miss out on a full life because they want to cut corners when it comes to healing. Yeah. They don't want to go to therapy. They want to go to a coach. They don't want to go to therapy. They want to take a course online. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, like. They want to follow a therapist and, and read their tweets, which yeah. is great. <laughs> 
there's some woman out there, I can, I can see her face because I keep seeing her pop up in so many threads and stuff. And Dr. She's, Thelma? Her. I love she's her, She's so wise. Yeah, she is. Gosh, just yeah. dripping with wisdom. Reading her <laughs> tweets and reposting it is not therapy. It's not therapy. <laughs> it's, it's not, not. going <laughs> to heal you. It's not, like, it's not giving you a game plan for how to deal with your trauma. It's not giving you an understanding of what's emotional and what's biological. It's, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's so much you're missing when you don't go to a professional. Yeah. There's a reason why you have to be licensed to provide these services because that is how much information and investment we've put into understanding the mind, body, and soul, right? Yeah. And and, and this issue specifically, um, I know, we know that we operate from a place of privilege. Yeah. Therapy is very expensive. We can barely afford it. Thank you for humbling me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really important. I don't want to make it seem like it's not important. I also don't want to make it seem like it's the only way to end up healed. Yeah. Um, There are other avenues. But if you can, you should. Yes. Many people simply cannot, right? We we both go to therapists. Yeah. We have to make a commitment to put money, money in the aside. budget. Yeah. There are things we're not doing so that we can go to therapy. Yep. And if you knew, well, therapy is very, very, very expensive. So I don't. We'll just think ex- about it is like, expensive relative to what people think it should be. Well. Yes, and it's also expensive relative to what most people make. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's like, true. I'm getting an almost 50 or 60% discount. Mm. And my therapy is is expensive. Yeah. With a 50% discount. Yeah. Like, and it's amazing that I get that. Yeah. Um, And so it's, there is a commitment, but... It is so, so, so helpful. And so if you can, you should. If you cannot, you should look deeper because there really are a lot of resources. There are a lot of resources. Especially for men and especially when we talk about like sex addiction and pornography, period. Because there, almost every Catholic church has some sort of sex um, anonymous group. Like lots of Presbyterian churches too. Lots of Presbyterian and, churches and too. And Methodist churches. Yeah. Like you can yeah. just Google. Um yeah. and and they're free. And I'm not saying that they're the the most amazing place in the world, but part of And what there it, are support groups that are cheaper than individual therapy, mm-hmm. um, which could help you develop community as well. Also, most therapists, especially in private practice, have a certain amount of clients that they see at a reduced rate. Yeah. You know, you should so ask. yeah, literally just just ask and and keep looking. I think um, it it is worth the investment. Yeah, it is worth the investment. And one of the things that 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 will give you, whether it's individual therapy or support group or whatever, um, the best thing, the most helpful thing in the world for me, at least in my own brokenness, was gaining perspective. Yeah. That's what my therapist gave me. He gave me perspective. One, he gave me, he helped me see, he, he gave me a bunch of resources um, so I could see for myself because he knows that I think so poorly about myself that I would need verified sources to back up what he was saying. But he was, he tried, he was helping to convince me of the reality that my behavior was not right. It wasn't good behavior. 
but it was completely normal based off of my trauma. People who have sexual abuse at seven years old end up in situations just like me so often that when you go and when when I started reading the book he gave me, my situation and my outcome was literally a case study. Like yeah. it wasn't me, but like <laughs> all you could do is replace the name. their name with my name. It was and it was the exact, exact same, same situation. Yeah. Down to how I thought, down to my internal down monologue. Down to the age it happened. Down to the age it happened. Yeah. And so he gave me he gave me so much value and perspective for me to say, whoa, like, yes, this is my problem, but also this isn't a problem with me. Yeah. Like, this is a, I had a human, human. response. Yep. I'm living a human life right now. Yeah. And while this is a struggle that is mine and I have to own that it's mine and that it's no one else's but mine, I'm not. I am not less than human for dealing with it. Yep. I am completely human. Your response is as natural as developing a bruise after someone punched yeah. you. Yeah. Like to the point where it would be weird if I did, did not yep. have this sort of response. Yeah. So the issue is not even so much the response, which is like obviously we're dealing with it, but it truly is a symptom. Yeah. I experience things no seven year old should ever experience. Yeah. And I did not talk about it. I did not address it. I didn't even know that it happened until I became a Christian and the Lord brought it up in dreams yeah. um, and in prayer times. Right. So I was hiding it from myself. Yeah. So we are huge proponents of therapy, not mm -hmm. just because my wife is gosh what top three on the east coast something like that you really just be making stuff up. okay guys. top four you my really bad. just be making stuff she's up to one gas of me she's 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 <laughs> one guys, of the best the, four or five real... therapists don't listen to her he's she does not know what she's up. talking about he she's really one of the is. four or five best therapists on the east coast he really just makes be. this up no the woman is amazing but also there's some things that you can't know until you know them and there's a good chance that a therapist will actually will be able to help you, know you see it yeah. Um, cause it's lonely. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you can, you can actually learn how to not be so alone. You can learn that you're not the only one suffering in the way that you are. Not that your suffering doesn't matter, but that you're a human being. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you're having a human response to real pain and yeah. it's not in your head. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, you guys, thank you so much. I would love to hear, shoot an email. I'd love to hear, um, what has helped you, you know, this yeah. is not an exhaustive list. These are just three things that we know, um, have really helped us. I've seen help other people. I've seen help clients, you know, all of that stuff. So if you guys have any other advice, throw it this way. Also, we the one last thing I would say, if okay. we're going to add a fourth thing, yeah, what's up? Um, if you really want to get your life right, join the inner circle. I can, like, <laughs> I was really like, wow, radical, what is, radical what honesty, accountability, therapy, and the inner circle. You are ridiculous. Kyle. Yeah. So. Yes, but he he's not lying. Um, we haven't forgotten about your questions. We have not. I'm telling you, we're working on something. We're excited about it. Just know that we haven't forgotten about some of the questions you guys have about sex and the intersection of mental health and faith. Um, so we are super excited to show that to you guys and present it to you guys. Also, I just want to personally thank you guys for supporting us. We've had a, a quite a bit of merch um, 
orders lately. So it just makes me really happy that you guys, we need to be better about advertising, grab your merch, but you guys are still <laughs> yeah, watching and, we never talk about and contributing and helping us in that way. Again, every way that you support what we do, because this is really is ministry to us. Every way that you support what we do makes it possible for us to p- support our family and to make space for this specifically. So we love you guys and honor you guys for that. And that's it. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Until the circle comes back around. Bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to us. If you guys didn't know, we just reached the top 200 mental health podcasts in the U.S. and we want to keep pushing. So make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Also, join our Patreon. It's $10 a month. You get mental health resources from a licensed trauma therapist. I mean... It's pretty amazing. It's an amazing family. So join the inner circle. Plus, we dropped our merch. It's been a crazy time and the slogan, protect your peace, has never meant more. So grab your t-shirt, hoodie, or crew neck when you get the chance and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.